Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. Thank you for listening to one of our great messages. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. This moment right here has been prepared for you by God. He's planted in heaven this night for you. The Holy Spirit is here and He is behind you and the living Jesus is here with us. You're not alone. You are not alone. Just close your eyes for me for a second. I want to teach you something that you can do in your home. That right there is the supernatural peace that we need in this world. That right there is the supernatural peace in your spirit right now that you need from the Monday to the Saturday. This right here, the presence of God, searching for your heart to bring peace. Restoring your mind, renewing your mind. You don't need a band, you don't need the lights. You need the very tangible presence of God every day. This is where we transform. This is where we are revived. Don't miss the opportunity. pastor moving to Nairobi and you know always even here in Australia always had this thing I'm like why is it that sometimes on Sunday mornings I just don't want to go to church what is that I'm like I can't tell anyone I'm the heathen I can't tell that to my husband he'll be like what's wrong with you backsliding or (laughs) but these are real these are genuine feelings But if I followed those feelings, I would have missed the opportunity. I would have missed that moment with God. Because who knows that when you walk, when you come into church, everyone's like, but when you walk out, you're like, yeah, you are. Why? Because God is alive and active in the church. Why? God created the church so we're not isolated. He's actually a very clever God. He's a beautiful father who said, my people need a church. My people need a place where they can come in and be themselves. My people need a place where they can come and be family and community. They can cry, they can laugh, you know, they can be real together. That is what church was created for. So when I was having these thoughts, like, God, what is it? And even in church, like as a pastor moving to Nairobi, I'm going, I shouldn't be having these thoughts. I'd wake up in the morning going, oh, I need a really strong coffee this morning. And then I was in my um, prayer time with God and he gave me this revelation. He said, your religious mindset shuts you off from the opportunity in those moments. I said, what do you, what do you mean? He said, go through the service with me. And I said, okay. 
praise and worship. Oh, yeah, we all know what's going to happen. Three songs. Offering comes. Oh, yeah, quick, put the money in the bucket. The preacher preaches. Oh, yeah, I'll probably take one scripture from that. The altar call comes. It's now called the, the walk of shame. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm like, wow. My religious mindset literally switches me off from encountering the very presence of God, encountering that opportunity that he had planned for me years ago. So I said, that's it. I have to renew my mind. So when you come into church, renew your mind. If it's a routine for you, if it's something that you're like, oh, church again, do something different. Drive a different way to church if you have to, to break that routine. Get an extra strong coffee if you have to in the mornings to be here on time. 9.30 is not very early. It's actually quite late. Think about what time you wake up during the week. Don't miss one song. Don't miss 15 seconds of that first praise song. We need that. We need that praise and worship time to revive us again so we can go and revive others. If we switch off, the world has nothing. The world has no backup plan. We are the answer to the world. We are the answer to that individual. We are the answer to families. We are the answer to brokenness. The church, the church, the church must stay alive and active. The church, the church, the church. There is no plan B. If you get that by renewing your mind, going, there's no plan B, this is it. I'm a part of it. I'm a part of the moment, the past, present, and the future. This is it. It's amazing. The opportunity, the very, when you come into church, renewing your mind, going, I'm not treating this as a routine. I'm treating this as divine moments, divine opportunities. Let me share this scripture with you. John 5, 5. This is the perfect example of people missing out on the opportunity. And we can get that up on the screens. We'll just wait for it to come up so we can read it together. One man had been an invalid uh, there for 38 years. So we're talking about this is the Pool of Bathsheba. Who knows about the Pool of Bathsheba? Right, it's where people went and um, they waited by this pool. So when the, when the pool started to um, swell, they would get in. Only a certain amount of people would get in and they were healed, right? So let's read this. When Jesus saw him stretched out by the pool and knew how long he had been there, he said, Do you want to get well? The sick man said, Sir, when the water is stirred, I don't have anybody to put me in the pool. By the time I get there, somebody else is already in. Jesus said, Get up, take your bedroll, and start walking. Let's just quickly just have a look at this because I'm like, This, if we get this, we're going to be right. We're going to be good. We're not going to fall asleep as a church. We're going to be fine, all right? A little revelation for you. So all these people are around the pool. Jesus walks in to this scene. There is sick people everywhere. He walks in, goes up to one man. One man, on the Sabbath, by the way, goes up to one man, because he was a rule breaker, and I love him for that. He goes up to one man. It doesn't say in the scripture that there was people around going, Jesus is here, Jesus is here, he can save us all. They were so fixated on this religious act that they missed Jesus Christ walking in 
the very person who can heal them in a second. They missed it. Don't miss the opportunity. Religion blinded them from that moment of Jesus walking in. And then what does Jesus do? He's awesome. You don't even need the pool. You don't need it. Get up and be healed. You're done. Walk away. What happened then? God was activating his faith. And that's exactly what the church does. It activates faith. What did the man have to do? He had to stand up by himself. He had to get up. He had to activate his faith and say, I don't need the water. I need Jesus Christ to be healed. I need Jesus Christ in church. I need Jesus Christ for my life. We need Jesus Christ as a family. Take a stand, husbands. Take a stand for your family. You need Jesus Christ in your family. You need the supernatural peace in your household. So what was happening here is that these people were so, and even the man, he said, I can't get in. You're going to have to help me in. He's talking to Jesus, telling him, I have to get in there. That's where the healing's going to happen. So that was knowledge kicking in, not the revelation that Jesus Christ was there. And that's why I'm coming back to this, saying that knowledge switches off our opportunity to receive revelation. When we come into church thinking that it's all just about knowledge, when it's just about getting a bit of word, getting a little bit of milk to last the week, when we just keep on thinking, because you know, you know when your mind's there, don't you? It's, it switches off. Your, your feelings are, ugh, your spirit's not awakened like those moments there we just have with God. And we miss the opportunity week after week. That's why you have to be in church every Sunday. You got it, you need, we need it. We need to be in a community. We are not called to be isolated, not one week. That's why you need connect groups, because you need to get around people who are believing in you, who are calling out your spiritual gifts, who are saying, hey, I'm here for you, my friend. That's what the church was created for. And then why? Because we get empowered to empower others. That's what this is for right here. This is your training ground right here. You come in, you get revived, you get transformed, you get empowered. And then, to be honest, you shouldn't be able to even to keep your mouth shut Monday to Saturday about God and what He's done for you. It overflows, the passion overflows, the stories overflow to people, the experiences of feeling His presence overflows. People can notice, people can see it. They can see it on you. They can see it on you. It's not, when I evangelize uh, to my friend, when I sit there and I talk about God, I, I slip it into conversations. I don't Bible bash her. That's not going to get her saved. Relationship must come first. But I make her feel like she's connecting with community. That's why, why the church? Because God created us to not be isolated. If that's the thing that gets them through the door, then let it be. God created the church so that we can be in community, that you can be loved and accepted, nurtured, transformed, revived. And most importantly, the Great Commission to make disciples, to be discipled so you can go out and make disciples to get people saved. 
that for me, that scripture, that was just such a wake-up call. Because all those people sitting around that pool, Jesus walked directly past them and they didn't even see him. Because religion shut off their mind. They were so fixated on this religious act that they missed the very beautiful son of Jesus Christ walking past. Don't let Sunday become a religious act. Let Sunday become your revelation opportunity. It's here in this place. Revelation after revelation. And Mark Kelsey says, you know, with unsaved people, when they're blind, it's not a knowledge problem, it's a revelation problem. Even the atheists, even the ones who you think they are so hard to get saved. And I know that Australians are hard to get saved. But if you put in their experiences about the love of God, that's what I do. Experiences of, you know, how the church supported me and my family. And I never felt isolated as a pastor's kid. I always felt like I had a community behind me. They're the stories. They're going to shift knowledge to revelation. So in this moment, we're just going to... We're going to have a beautiful time of asking His glory to come and surround us. Don't miss this opportunity. We've got half an hour, that's it. If you can put that into context the rest of your week, you will engage in this moment. You'll be empowered in this moment. Why don't you stand with me, church? This right here, Jesus Christ is going to walk in this room. He's already here anyway. And the Holy Spirit is already here. Don't be one of those people who are so fixated on the band, so fixated on just being here because it's a good thing. You know, the revelation of that we actually need church. We actually need the presence of God. What's the enemy's plan? It's to split the church so we feel isolated. That's his plan. That is how he'll try and destroy the church. If he can make you feel isolated in the church, if he can make you feel isolated in the community, then he's won over your life, over your family. But tonight, as you declare right now, the opportunity is here. This is where you can be empowered to empower others. We're not going to lean on our own understanding anymore, amen. Not on our own knowledge, but revelation after revelation of the very presence of God. Revelation after revelation of Jesus Christ being in this room with us. hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3tugra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.